0: So, Garrett, you know, doing listening to the episode about fortune tellers, it made me think about fortune tellers, and so I went online and I found this great when you can ask it a question, it'll give you an answer. So what do you want to ask?
1: Okay, first of all, hold up. <laughs> you you listened to the episode? D- did you not watch it?
0: Oh, I did watch it, yeah. Sorry.
1: Okay. Um I
0: I did both. I do pay attention during the episodes.
1: Okay. That yeah. that's good. Okay. I'm glad at least one of us does. Hey. <laughs> but um tsh. Um, so so what am I doing?
0: You gotta tell me what question you wanna ask about Digimon.
1: Um it, when will there stop being filler episodes?
0: When will there stop being filler episodes? Question mark. Okay. All right, and there's a bunch of cards. So, do you want me to just pick one?
2: Um, pick the one to the middle left. Middle left.
0: Okay. It's going... Okay. Uh, your answer: responsi- responsibility for creation. <laughs> I think you have to make your own, Garrett.
1: <laughs> oh. Okay. It's-
0: It says, you are being asked to intervene on behalf of someone else, the world, or the environment. Your journey involves learning to accept responsibility for the weak life forms which depend on you. I guess that's the chosen children or the Digimon. That can mean an animal, plant, or human being in need of your protection. Your journey will never end unless you care for them and relieve their burden.
1: So, I guess it's saying we have to record this episode?
0: I guess. We should probably do what it tells us to.
1: Yeah, that w- those are pretty good for being live. Yeah. All right. Oh, nice. we should start this now, huh? Yes. Hello, and welcome to Going Digital, a Digimon Rewatch podcast, where I am Shin Garrett.
0: And I am Kit Kat.
1: And this week, we watched episode 15 of the two shows that we're watching right now, O2 and Atmon. And there was ninjas,
2: and there was fortune tellers.
0: Yes. A very exciting set of things
2: um if only it
1: played out as such
0: maybe you threw in shade already I, no, maybe I, I'm
1: <laughs> undetermined on if if I want to yet Um, in the O2 realm we watched Big Trouble in Little Edo, Edo.
0: I think it's Edo yeah
1: yeah, one of the two, which is obviously a Big Trouble in Little China reference. Yes. Which is a cultural touchstone movie that I've seen.
0: Good job.
1: And it's, like, fairly recent.
0: That you've seen it? Or yes. That oh, okay.
1: And by fairly recent, I mean maybe, like, four years.
0: That's fairly recent.
1: That's fairly recent in relation to when it came out. Yes. Um and then the Japanese title is Shoryanmon's Martial Arts Chronicle or in Japanese, Japanese voice here.
2: Shirimon Byuuji.
1: Um so so Cat, would you like to tell me about this episode or would you like to tell me about the Atman episode?
0: Uh I'll tell you about this episode, Garrett.
1: Okay. Well then Did you saw, did you heard, did you tell me about this episode?
0: I, I will. Okay. Um, so the Digidestin show up in, um, a Japanese Edo period, uh, town. Um, oh, well, before that happens, the shoot, I'm not talking fast enough. Uh, <laughs> geckomon it realizes that, um, the other, uh, Digimon in their town are being, um, dark ringed and they freak out and they hide and then the digidestin come and then they hide the digidestined also but then um they f- they in they were in a fight and then i'm not doing a very good job of this but um Sheremon was fighting this ninjaman thing and then he follows them and he dark rings the big geckomon leader and then he goes crazy and then they have to put a stop to him and then they do that and then even when everybody's not dark ringed anymore the ninja mon still wants to fight um with the uh, shuramon
2: yeah uh that
1: that was probably over a minute
0: yeah i think so sorry i i don't know i'll get that that's
1: fine um yeah, this was an episode that had ninjas not to be confused with samurai, even though samurai are still a reference. They the show really doesn't know the difference.
0: Which is interesting because again, they're they're Japanese, like
1: Also true. Because like ninja are talking about honor and that's a samurai thing, I'm ninety percent sure.
0: Well, I think everybody's allowed to have a little honor.
1: But, like, I feel like that's more associated with samurai.
0: Uh, don't be classist.
1: Um, isn't it more jabbist? Because isn't that a job?
0: Well, I th- think that samurai came from noble families. Well, I'm probably wrong about this. But, um...
1: I did not look up the history of ninja and samurai for this episode.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, One of the major differences between samurai, the samurai, and the ninja is who exactly they are. Samurais were warriors that belonged to the noble classes of ancient Japanese society. On the other hand, ninjas were often mercenary spies and and assassins and would often belong to lower classes of ancient Japanese society. So, without intending to, you are being classist.
1: Okay, but that also sounds like I'm still right
0: which which part
1: where where the thing about honor would be more a samurai thing, which would go into play with their with their nobility thing, where it matters more to them.
0: I don't know. I've never had a manager who cared more about honor than I did but
1: Anyway, um, not knowing Japanese history aside, boy, I don't have anything to go after that segue.
0: <laughs> that's okay. Uh, yeah. Um, they... There's this weird
1: starting part where everybody's well, 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 Davis is bathing. Not everybody is bathing. Davis is bathing with Demi Viman, and that's a thing. Um, his sister. Almost shows some sort of caring.
0: I don't think she's caring. She's just confused why she's hearing laughter from the bathtub.
1: G- you know, baby steps.
0: And then, as a sibling of someone <laughs> who is a boy at a certain age, she very wisely does not go in there.
1: Yes. Also true. Yes. So, yeah. Making progress.
0: And uh, Miyako's brother who looks like he's trying way too hard to be cool is annoyed with her for leaving her quote toys unquote on the floor or whatever he says
1: oh for baby hawkman whose name i forgot
0: yeah baby hawkman actually uh off topic but when i was a child um Sometimes my dad would travel for business and he would bring us back toys. And one time he was trying to describe this toy over the phone and for the life of me, I could not figure out what it was. He was talking about how it had uh, wings, but also legs, but also, uh, I don't remember all of it, but I was very confused. When it showed up, it looked a lot like baby Hawkman. And I was kind of like baffled how he couldn't describe this better.
1: Baby Hawkman doesn't have legs.
0: I Well, it was like a baby Hawkman with legs, basically. Okay.
1: Yeah. So then, like, the TV, like, foreshadows this episode by having a samurai film on, which, which, again, mixed metaphors, but okay. That was there, at least. So then Miyako is upset, and to cure her obsession, as any logical teen would, is to go to the digital world the next
0: day? Yeah, she's like, I need to get out of here, guys. Instead of being like, let's hang out at the mall, she was like, Let's go to the digital world.
1: You know, I would have preferred a mall episode, to be honest.
0: <laughs> well, okay.
1: Like, I feel like maybe a better episode. I mean, like, the the best one would have been like a mall in the digital world. Like that would have been a plus episode.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yes. Also. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah.
1: This episode.
0: <laughs> the, How do so you there, feel
1: about this episode, Kat?
0: I was fine.
1: Are Are you sure? You don't sound like it was fine.
0: No, it was fine. It was all right. I, I don't know. I would have. Um, there were little pieces that made me feel like they were making references to, I don't know, like, um, uh, oh, I can't think of his name, but the, the guy, the director who made a lot of really, really good samurai movies back in the day. Oh. Kurosama, right? Yeah,
1: there you go. Uh, maybe, uh, I think.
0: Boy, I probably butchered the crap out of that, but anyway, it it seemed like they were doing that. Like there was a a time when um, Miyako and Shuriman like get on a kite and like fly up. And I have a hundred percent seen that. I actually went to go look it up, and apparently it's a very common like trope. Actually, but I feel like they could have done, you know, something more cohesive. I'm not sure. It's a kids' show. I really shouldn't be so critical.
1: That's fair. I mean, I think the episode also tries to call back to well, one, the the previous episode with Miyako and Mimi where they saw the Gekoman and stuff. But I think also to the O one episode, uh Princess Karaoke, where, where Mimi um sees the, the shogun, gekko and and all of them. Except it's a different place now, so Eh.
0: Yeah, they moved.
1: Yeah, they moved.
0: I kind of wonder if they took the uh, like, uh, idea of, um, sorry, I, my brain doesn't work anymore, but, uh, in the Star Wars prequels, Jar Jar Binks's people, their main guy sort of looks like Shojin and a little bit to me, and I wonder if they got it from the same place
1: um isn't this before episode one it's the gungan and i don't know why that is knowledge that is retained with me but it has (laughs) um that's a good question star wars episode one um
2: was really that was in 1999 fuck really it's been almost 20 years since episode one came out? Wow. Wow. Are you okay? No, I feel really old.
1: The theater where I also saw that movie is now also torn down, so it's also wow. just sad. Um. Well, uh, well so... I guess it's possible that Digimon <laughs> could have used that as an influence.
0: I mean, probably not, but possible.
1: I will add it to the whiteboard.
0: There you go. I was also trying to look up earlier if um, there was a reason that Shojin Geckomon has like the tape over his belly button.
1: I think that is a Japanese thing because I've seen it in other media, but I cannot tell you what it is.
0: Yeah, so have I. The only thing I came up with that is that apparently, um, in Japan, adults tell children if they show their belly button that the thunder god will get them. Okay. I I don't know why. Okay. It's a type of Taoist medicinal thing where they're supposed to cover their stomachs so you don't get a stomach cold
1: okay i will believe whatever you say
0: (laughs) oh god now i need to think of something crazy for you to have to believe um
1: all right well moving on they they (laughs) go to the digital world and then they're ambushed by evil digimon gas shock horror. because everybody got dark ringed, and there's a tower there now we've seen this before
0: did the dark rings come out of the tower that's kind of interesting
1: yes well so the the tower controls the rings but the spirals are like an all-in-one
0: interesting
1: um so then so then they fight for a bit and everybody uses their rookie attacks or champion if you're Oman, but whatever And uh, I think it's the first time we've seen, like, half of these.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. I definitely don't remember the Cat's Eye thing.
1: Okay, so, on the wiki, this is the only time Cat's Eye is ever used.
0: Like, why? (laughs) I
1: don't know. Because, like, Neko Punch was the thing.
0: Yeah. Um, And I think the one
1: Vmon uses, too, is also new. Because I think... We've only seen the seen the the V the V headbutt before, so Yeah. The more you know, I guess. Um but then the then Gekkoman or they're running away, and Gekko-mon's like, hey, over here to our secret sewer that we have. And everybody goes there. Well, I guess before that, there's like there's like B plot with with Miyako and Hawkman, and then like Ninjaman shows up, or shuriken or whatever the hell his name is. Ninjaman? Ninjaman. It's
0: Ija-Ijaman? Ninjaman. Well, but they call it, in the Japanese um, title card, it's Ija, I-G-A.
1: Okay. Also known as Ninjaman.
0: Which I guess is a province, so I don't know if he's from that place.
1: I do not.
0: Know. Oh, uh, city of, and I'm probably mispronouncing it. Maybe it's Aiga. Um, whoops. I just lost it. It says, uh, swamped with inquiries from aspiring ninjas after misreporting something. Wannabe ninja swamps Japanese town with job inquiries.
1: Oh, well, the wiki says, um, Ijiman is derived from Ija Ryu martial arts style.
0: Uh, okay, gotcha. Um,
1: but he shows up and he's like, I'm the Shuriken master and then Miyako and Hawkman do like, It's this is a trope, but I couldn't tell you for the life of me what the trope is.
0: <laughs> I don't know either.
1: But like but you, you agree that it's also a trope, right?
0: I feel like it, yes.
1: Because he's like, I'm the best. And Miyako's like, ha 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 ha. That's funny. You think you're the best. And he's like, what? Who else could be the best? And then Hawkman's like, but I'm the best. And then he turns into his his ninja form. And then they fight some. Yes. But then they have to leave when they're escaping. So their fight is delayed.
0: Yeah, and then they like keep at it even after he's been undark ringed, undark ringed. Demon? Because honor, I guess, but like, I, don't know. I have I have feelings about that. Fighting is dumb, guys. I mean, <laughs> did I break you? <laughs>
1: I got nothing right now.
0: Um yeah. So um oh backing up a little bit when they're looking at the computer and and they see the map and it's literally just like a wave of black and they're like, "Well, you know, he must be up to something. Oh, we should we should show him by changing one block." I was like, "Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> I mean, you've already lost.
1: But, like, you know that's going to annoy the fuck out of them that that one block is not black.
0: I mean, maybe if they could keep it that way, that would be even better, but they just don't.
1: Well, un- undetermined. You you know what they say, he has the brain and they have the brawn.
0: Um, That's one way to look at it.
1: That was a line from the dub.
0: It was. It was a bad line from the dub.
1: It was, but it's also the only one I remember.
0: I also don't understand why they weren't Digivolving or armored because they were rookies.
1: They're like, we don't need to Digivolve to fight these other rookies.
0: There's a lot of. Them. I really think that this show would make more sense if they like explicitly were like, yeah, if um, you know, it takes a lot of energy to do this because they kind of sort of play around with that by making everybody. Um, need to eat a lot they keep commenting on that but they just never really say explicitly like let's not digivolve because then they'll be hungry and we'll have to go home sooner
1: right they don't they don't really do that I guess I guess we just have to assume
0: um I was just gonna say I thought it was a little go-go gadgety when Sherman like flies away with his feet blades
2: Oh
1: I mean but, but like it's it's shown that they're they're springed because when he attack when he punches with them they're springed.
0: Yes, I know that's what I'm saying. It just was it very reminiscent to me of uh Inspector Gadget.
1: I mean, that's not a bad thing. No. I like Inspector Gadget.
0: Me too, actually.
2: I'm glad that's we agree.
1: Show. Um but then they meet Shogun. whatever Geckomon and something happened I don't remember honest to god
0: uh Geckomon says get inside of this hole we'll it's safe here and then they go in there are you talking about that part
1: no after they meet him and they're talking to him about something but oh
0: they're well they're talking to the Geckomon about how they saw everyone getting dark ringed and they don't want to go through that again and then they're like, "What should we do?" And and the big guy is like, "Hmm, hmm, hmm." At a time like this, we should sleep. And then he just falls over.
1: Okay. And th- and then is it just like, and then the earthquake happens, and then they go outside and fight again?
0: Well, it's not an earthquake.
1: Isn't there something that's earthquake-esque? Because Miyako's like, "Oh no, earthquake! I'm afraid of it." Sh- yeah, it's
0: shaking because the Shojin Geckomon's like destroying the town.
1: Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, when he's sleeping, Ninjaman comes and throws a spiral at him, and that's yes. now a thing yes, so then everybody but Miyako goes to fight Shogun Geckoman, and then Miyako goes to fight uh Ninjaman again, and they they definitely use the ninja trope of using the kite that's totally yes. a thing yes, um, and then they're fighting. And then we cut back to Shogun Gekoman, and then TK's like, oh, I bet we can use his attack to break down the tower.
0: Which, I feel like they've used this so many times already, it's getting a little old. Like
1: It might be like a 50-50 on using opponent's attacks versus not.
0: It's That's kind of like, don't worry guys, you could solve this a lot faster since you do the same thing every time. Right. Just a thought.
1: So then they do that, and then yay, the rings are destroyed, or whatever. But we still have to finish our ninja fight of honor to figure out who the real shuriken master is.
0: Not just that, but the dark spiral on Shojin Gekumon doesn't go away with the tower. They have to keep attacking right. him.
1: Well, yeah, but, but while they're doing that, this ninja fight has to end.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And it does. And spoilers, Hawkman wins. And then Ninja spikes, Ninjemon's like, oh, well, I'll come back and be the master next time.
0: Right. Uh, also, his sub voices, or dub voice is horrific.
1: Really yeah, dumb. it's not good. And then, so then, so then Miyako and Hawkman go back, and then they go destroy the spiral, and the day is
2: saved.
0: Woohoo! Yeah, um,. Also, uh, at the end, Davis says we should just cut off his, whatever the spiral is attached to, and the Gekkomon freak out.
1: Oh yeah, Davis makes a bad joke, and he gets shit for it, as he should.
0: Yes. And Kari's like, that's cruel! And he's like, I was just kidding, love me!
1: Yeah, that that might be forbade what actually happens.
0: I mean, not quite, but yeah. It's pretty close. Oh, also, so Nefirtiman, Um, I was at the Egyptian Museum last weekend. And, Nerd. Um, I know. <laughs> it's a really good museum, guys. It's in San Jose, and you should go and see it. Um, but I learned that the word nefir in ancient um, Egyptian means, like, good or beautiful on the inside and out. So, Nefertiman Mon, it just means good mon. Or beautiful mon, depending on how you're uh, translating that.
2: Huh. Go figure.
0: Yeah. Which, uh, Abraham made the joke that Nefertiti would be, like, good boob. <sighs> <laughs> um,
1: I had to make sure to sigh loud enough that the mic picked it up. like there was some prep work i had to do for that sigh
0: good job uh the only other thing i have in my notes is just that tamamon are freaking adorable and i want one
2: yeah
1: geckomon are pretty good too
0: yeah geckomon are fine but like i just want a tamamon like plushy super bad they're adorable or, like, a real one that would just follow me around everywhere. That would be amazing.
1: I think you just like it because it looks like a tadpole and you have a frog.
0: I do love frogs. I also have a gecko, actually. He does not look like a gecko man though.
1: Well, just get him a mini, like, trump. trump. Trum- trabone. A I can't trombon? think of. I can't think of what instrument it is. A tuba? I think it might be a tuba. Because uh, it's, like, big and, like, wraps around them. I think it's a tuba.
0: I'm looking at this right now.
2: It's definitely a tuba.
0: Yes. Although I don't think they wrap around people normally. It kind of looks like a French horn because it's circular. Also, Maybe. I uh, attempted to play French horn once as a child. It did not go very well. I see. It was the last instrument they had in sixth grade because I missed a couple days at the beginning because I was sick. And they were like, "Uh, here's the French horn. It's the only instrument left. And I was like, okay. And I went home and I attempted to play, but all I made were noises that sounded like dying chickens. And so I went back. And my band director was like, "Let me hear you play." And I was like, "Squawk, squawk," you know. And then he said, "Well, let's see if there's any instruments at the high school." And that's why I learned to play flute.
1: Oh, there you go. I bet that worked out probably easier.
0: Yes, significantly less lung capacity. True. Okay, there's a picture of man with like his tongue, and it's got three things at the end of it, and I don't know how I didn't notice that in the show, but it's horrifying.
1: Uh, it's so he can play the trombone better.
0: Ugh. They look like little suckers. I don't, I don't know about that. That's kind of gross. I'm not...
1: Don't worry about it. It's fine. I don't
0: know, Garrett. (laughs) Kind of not fine.
1: It's fine. It's definitely fine. They they're good mons. Okay. I don't I don't think I have anything else to say about this episode. It's kind of just there. Yes. Like I think I'm I think I'm kind of into the setting, but
0: But they don't use it, which is frustrating.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Um, Vmon says it's gonna be as easy as V, and I don't know what how easy V is.
0: I mean, neither do I. I really um, don't know what that was so, supposed to mean.
2: Yeah, same.
0: They were probably just like, here's a throwaway line.
1: Yeah. And it's like they knew I was gonna pick it up and be like, What what are you talking about? <laughs>
0: And you're like, let's see if anyone's actually paying attention.
1: Turns out, I was.
0: Good job, Garrett.
1: Unfortunately, I guess. Fortunately? Either or?
0: (laughs) But uh, Mon is actually really cute also. Except I'm not sure about the giggling in the bathtub business. That was weird.
1: You know, I just choose chose to forget that part as quickly as possible so i didn't have to worry about it anymore
0: whoops my bad
1: um so i'm gonna go back to that and i guess we'll just move on to (laughs) atmon
0: okay that works
1: um i mean unless unless you have anything else to say about this episode that we watched
0: no i'm i think i'm good i don't know why i'm Wondering like what they're even gonna do because this is getting kind of depressing that Ken's just taken over the whole world and they're like completely powerless to do anything about it.
1: I think we're going to get somewhere in in like six episodes. We have like six episodes, and and then and then we'll get somewhere. Hmm.
0: All right, well, I can hang in there for six episodes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, like, episode 21, we we kind of finish the quote-unquote arc. And then we do other stuff instead. Okay. Which, which is maybe better? Maybe? I hope. <laughs> I don't know. I I think we just need, we need, like, we need, like... a a plot thread to follow.
0: Yeah. We we need a goal. I also think the kids are just not being very responsible because they keep showing up to school every day when this entire other universe is in danger. It really feels like they should be taking that more seriously. I guess the other kids had the benefit of having been at summer camp
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. I don't know. Just like overarching plot goal is kind of like nebulous right now, so they're kind of just doing stuff.
0: They're sort of like, let's just keep going to the digital world and having a fight and then going home. Like, what? No. He's taking over the entire universe, so you need to be more upset about this.
1: Right. So, like, with, like, Atmon, for example, or Counterpoint, like, even if there's there's fillery stuff in between, we, we know what the goal, we know what the end goal is. We have an end goal in mind, and we have steps to get to the end goal. Like, the end yeah. goal is stop Leviathan, and the steps yeah. to get there is find seven codes. Yes. So, like, there's something to to look forward to. And they actually kind of kind of do that this episode so progress in this episode of hat that i that i neatly segwayed to
0: nice nice
1: which was called able to see the whole future the mysterious or mysterious fortune teller tellerman
0: do you want to tell us about this episode
1: um no but i'll do it anyway okay Hey, <laughs> okay, I'm glancing at my notes to remember what happened this episode. Um, okay, so this episode starts with us finding out that Ari Ari is, uh, is into fortune telling, and that's a thing. And Aster's like, that's dumb. Like, it totally doesn't work because I made this to video and I'm supposed to do stuff and it didn't. Um,. But then they're like, "Hey, let's go to the airfield and see the the Digimon uh, or Atmon fortune teller, and maybe they can help us with seven codes." Um, so they go to do that, and then Tellermon's like, "Oh, Astra, you were actually wrong. Like, look, you discovered a new species of butterfly, or whatever, and that's a thing." So then, when they're about to talk about seven codes, Tellermon gets infected by by L virus. Um, so then they go to like fight. But when they're leaving, they run into the evil CG mon from uh from previous, uh Miyuman or Mayuman or what, whatever we want to call it, the stealth app, and then and then Ray shows up, and then Ray and Haru fight fight her, and the other two go to fight Tellerman, and this is way over a minute at this point probably, but whatever, and so then this Tellerman fight happens, and. Ari learns. Ari, Ari learns to like not, um, believe in fortune so much, and that gives her her super app chip. But then the moment is totally killed when she gives it to Astro right away to use for an app link, which doesn't make any sense. And then they win, and then Astro gets his chip because I guess, um, and then we find out Tolermon's seven code, and then Ray and Haru, um defeat the Stealth Atmon, I guess. And Ray gets the orb that the Tellerman had beforehand, which I completely forgot till now. And then it has info about his brother, and that's what uh Stealth Atmon wanted. But then she goes away and sulks and talks to Onimon, and then the other ones are like, hey look, we got the seven code. That's pretty much the episode.
0: Okay, well that was definitely over a minute, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I I couldn't just string words together.
0: Yeah, it was a little tough. This this episode had a lot of weird stuff going on that was kind of hard to summarize.
2: Right? It's, yeah. I don't know. It's an episode. I think I think it does some kind of shitty things. Yeah. Um I I don't know if pink cucumbers are real or not.
0: Oh, that was a thing I wanted to look up, actually. There's a pink cucumber beetle.
1: Um well, I don't think that's the same. Cause they definitely look cucumbered or cucumber esque in the show when they were missiles.
2: Um
0: no. But I think that it's just that these beetles are pink and they eat cucumbers.
2: Oh, okay. Sure. Well, wait, this could be a reference to the Cas- Casa
1: banana banana melon which looks like a which
2: looks like a thin cucumber.
0: Or maybe a sea cucumber? But they did look like a Plant rather
1: than a animal. Yeah. So I don't know. So I guess the answer is no. Um. Yeah. It's like a... this other thing, which is like like a banana cucumber. That's weird. Oh well.
2: Yes. So this episode.
0: Yes.
1: Fortune telling.
0: Yeah. I feel like this could have been a really fun episode.
1: All right, so so cat, as a woman is is fortune telling a a thing for girls?
0: Uh I mean, fortune telling is a thing for people, so as a subset of people, yes.
2: But they
1: kind of like they played it off as like it was a a girl thing or a girly yeah. thing cuz like Because they were talking about it, and then her's like, "Oh yeah, I and all of my female classmates are into this app."
0: Yeah, I I think there's a thing that here in the states. I don't know how it is in Japan, but here in the states, um, fortune telling in the form of um, oh, help me, what am I a cootie catcher? A what?
1: is that not what they called it where where you were from a cootie catcher the thing that you fold and then you do the things motions with your hand?
0: Oh, uh, no, I didn't call that a, like a thing which catches cooties. Is that what you're saying? A cootie catcher?
1: Yeah. Huh. Like uh, that's not what it that's not what it did, but like that's what it was called.
0: Okay, I have no idea. That's why what it was it's called, called hand here
1: hand in then. the Midwest.
0: Huh. You know, okay. us
1: Midwesterns, we're weird as fuck.
0: Deaf. Uh, no, I meant uh, horoscopes, actually. Oh.
1: Oh. Well, then.
0: Yeah, Um. that, I think, is seen as more of a women's thing than a men's thing. A lot of it, I think, because it sort of focuses on, like... Who are you going to marry, and you know that kind of thing? Your love life, and so women are supposed to be more into that than men. But I've definitely known guys who like lived and died by their horoscope. So okay, but uh, so that's a thing. Yeah, that was a little sexist.
1: I mean, this is not a good, good episode for like, for like, good gender stuff (laughs) no see see the end part with Ari and astra that like why why did you resolve it that way
0: yeah i don't know i i had a problem with
2: that yeah i also had a problem with that
1: but i guess there's things that happened before that so we should maybe talk about those
0: Oh, definitely is. Yes. Um, also, I didn't know the the whole thing about mothers of fortune telling, like the mother of this, the mother of that. It's not.
1: I think that's probably actually a thing. I, I I I have seen vague things like that in other media from Japan. So,
0: I mean, you definitely have like the gypsy fortune teller being a woman thing. It's always an old woman, right? It's never like a young dude in his twenties, so
1: oh no, in well, in persona five, it's a young woman who you can date. I think, wait, can yeah. you? whoa, I... I actually don't know. Hang on <laughs> just because like I didn't think about that in my playthrough.
0: Whether to date her or not, do we need to stop this it, so you can go find out?
1: I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up to see if you could. Just, th- there were other options that I considered beforehand. Oh, you can.
2: you can, totally date her.
0: If, if she wants
2: to date you, let's not get into talking about. <laughs> Persona
1: 5 systems right now.
0: Okay, cool. Because
1: um, we'd be here for a while. Yeah. There are other podcasts you can listen to for Persona stuff.
2: Okay.
0: Cough. Uh,
1: Megaton Marathon, cough.
0: Shout out. Yeah. Um, shout
2: out.
0: Okay. Yeah. They uh so me now. They. Uh, they decide they should go see a fortune teller but gachman wants them to go see the fortune teller in the ar field the mother of the ar field so they go and she actually seems to know what she's talking about
1: yeah like and like this isn't this isn't a bad move actually like this is progressing the bigger plot forward gachman's like hey we need to find some seven codes let's let's go see the fortune teller to see if we can find out about some seven codes And, like, what is a fortune teller more than really just, like, mystifying hearing a shit ton of rumors?
0: Well, and also, I mean, I thought they were actually making a relatively good point, which was that uh, Tellermon is gathering data, just a bunch of data, and, like, using it intelligently, which is actually what psychics and fortune tellers do, is they are just very good at reading people and picking up clues, like, you know, what is it that you want to hear? And they'll just tell you, you know.
1: Yes. Yeah, this was actually a, a really good, like, I, d- I don't know what, what to call the thing they did, but whatever it is, they did a good. So the fact that, like, the crystal ball is just, like, a, sh- a shit ton of data and Tellerman is good at analyzing that data, like, totally checks out and is a good theme for this Mon.
0: Yes, I thought so also.
1: And then and then like the orb gets stolen after she gets infected. She, it, I unsure of gender.
0: I mean they call it a mother, but I think anyone can really be a mother, so
1: Yeah. We'll just leave that. Anyway, so Stealth Apmon comes up. how, how do how do you how do you say this name?
0: I don't know either.
1: I think it's Bayumann,
0: probably, yes, they said it so fast it was a little hard to tell. Right.
1: um, and she attacks using her puppet or her puppet's tongue,
0: and it's called Montanamon or Montana sama, Montana Chan, sorry, and I was like, what
1: oh did they did they say that when when Ray was doing the the Digimon analyzer thing at the end of the episode?
0: Uh no, it was in the episode itself. She says something about like you'll get a taste of Montana Monchan or something, and I was like, oh, what? No.
1: Oh, I think it just went so fast. I did not pick up pick up on that. Um, oh. but then but then Ray showed up because Ray's like, ah, I've been watching you the whole time. Mwahaha.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it was kind of like that.
1: I mean, I mean, less evil laughing, more just like. Yeah. I'm I'm secretly a step ahead of you. Look at me. Look at how cool I am.
0: Which also, like, learn not to, um, what's that called when you talk too much? Exposition. Learn not to use so much exposition.
1: I, I, gu- I guess that's part of the villain stuff that he kept.
0: I guess. Because they should have just, like, murdered her when they had the upper hand.
2: Maybe.
1: Oh, and then in the real world, like, the the Fortune Teller app has been giving out bad fortunes, and people are dumb and and follow it.
0: Yeah. Atman's kind
1: of a really good social commentary by, like, accident.
0: I don't even know... If I buy that anymore, like, the first one or two, it was like, yeah. But then they just keep making the same stupid point that, like, oh, everyone will do anything that an app tells them to do with, like, but, everything over and over again.
1: But, Kat,
2: they're not but, wrong.
0: I I don't know. I It seems a little far.
2: Really? Yes. Really? You're gonna say
1: that when when people are spreading around all their stories on the facebooks and the twitters.
0: I mean, okay, sure, but they're not. Uh, they're not like putting things on top of their heads and whatever.
1: Not yet. Give it some time.
2: And what about the tinfoil people? They do that, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. anyway
0: i guess i just i would like them to evolve it like start off with like i don't know either silly stuff and get more serious or serious stuff and get more silly or like i don't know make some kind of point with it but i realize it's a kid's show and i'm probably asking too much
1: well i mean we have like we have like a little less than 40 episodes to go so who knows Um, but yeah, so then the other part of this fight is, is Ari and Astra fighting Tellerman. I still can't remember if it's Ari or Ari. Ari? Ari?
0: See,
1: I, I think it should be Ari, Although, but I guess it's Ari, Ari.
0: Ari sounds like a cute name.
1: Ari oh, Ari? Yeah, Ari Ari. So really, it's, it's, it's always the second one I say. Yes. Not, I guess not that that helps, but.
0: Honestly, I just think of it as, because you, it, it was confusing me, um, Gary without the G. It's just Airy.
2: Okay. I, I, It, it
1: probably won't stick, but good try.
0: <laughs> uh, but um, back a second to whatever the weird villain was. Like, she's supposed to be a stealth Atmon. Like, how does she represent stealth? I'm still not. Clear on this.
2: I don't know. That's my answer. I <laughs> Fuck if I know.
0: Yeah, that was weird. I didn't really know
2: how to do that. Like, in my head, be like, yes, this fake says. Yeah. Uh, hmm. She 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 has black on.
0: I mean, does she? I thought she was wearing mostly purple.
1: I guess this this picture of her drawn out not in CG looks more than looks black more than purple.
2: Oh, maybe. Uh, except it says she wears a blue B two shaped cape. B two.
1: Uh, that is a link to the North Drop Germin B2 Spirit, which is a stealth plane.
0: Oh! I thought that was the U2. No? Maybe it was a B2. I,
2: I think there's multiple. Probably. Okay, so there you go. We got there. Yes, good, good job, us.
1: Uh, was there anything else there? Or or can we talk about this other fight?
0: No, we can talk about this other fight. Sorry, I... Okay. Just, just had to go back for a second.
1: No, not a problem. Well, this is where the episode gets bad. And I have issues with choices it made.
2: Because it's bad. Fair. Um... So... So...
1: Aerie... And Astra... Have been arguing just constantly for like ever, but more so in this episode. And Aster's like, oh, fortunes are dumb. And Ari is like, no, they're not. So then they're here, and now Telerman's giving out bad fortunes because evil. And she gives yeah. she gives them both a bunch of bad fortune bad fortunes. And for Ari, they all become true. Or whatever, and she's like, Oh no, I can't win. Oh, this is the worst. But then Aster's like, Well well no, just like it's it's how you perceive it and shit. And then all of his stuff also happens, but he he gets around it.
0: Yes. Yeah, I mean essentially what they're saying is just like the fortunes can be right, but you still don't have to follow them or like you can be aware that those things are true but you don't have to think that it's gonna make or break the his the you know the i don't know exactly how to say that but you know he was like yeah those things are bad but i can just avoid them where she was like no i'm just gonna die
1: we we've learned so basically they taught the half empty half full situation
0: basically yeah like so your that's... destiny is not controlled, even if we know what it is, it doesn't mean it's final,
1: right? So that's like our quote unquote moral here. So then, so then the teller man gives Ari a, another bad fortune about how she won't become an idol, blah blah blah. Dustin loses fight, blah blah blah, and that obviously pushes the correct buttons for her to be like, "Well, fuck this noise." Which then causes her to save Astra, who got attacked by something in the meantime. And then cool. Ari learns some plot development stuff, or character development stuff, and she gets a super chip. Awesome. Great. Up until here, we're still good. Now things go south. Because instead of, instead of her using it, which would make sense, this would make a lot more sense. Astra's like, hey, you should give me that so I can use it.
2: And she does. Yeah. And this is, like, hmm. It's not good.
0: No.
1: I'm debating if it's actually taking away agency from her
2: character.
0: Well, it's almost like you've had some character development But it doesn't matter, so just uh, go, I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah, like... Hmm. Like, it's not good for her
1: character. But Astra also... Like, they both kind of get shafted in, in getting their super chips. Because... When they did it with Haru, it was meant to seem like a big deal, and like there was actual progression going forward, and here it was more kind of like, these two don't have it yet, we should fix that. Yeah. And by doing it the way they did, it's just, it's not good, and I think more in in Ari's case, it kind of hurts her character and kind of just hurts that, like, like, come on, like, give the female protagonist a bone here, show Like, really? You're going to pull this shit?
2: So I think it's kind of bad from that perspective.
0: Yeah, I agree. I wasn't really into it. It was, like... Fine, I guess that's how you're gonna do this now, and they're such a small team. It feels like they could spend more time on each character like doing the things that I mean seasons one and two actually spend more time on like each character getting their crust and building that story than they did in this at all
1: right, so so maybe i it sounds like this gets fixed later on from. From just things I've heard, but like right here, I don't think this is good. And like, I am starting to like wonder more about Arya's character and really what she's here for. So like, so, so have you watched the new ending yet?
0: Uh, whoops.
1: Okay, well, we'll we'll bookmark that to talk about <laughs> it next time, but. I think it's interesting that it's now more based on Ari and it it's hard to not feel like it's they just did that to to have like quote unquote eye candy to show.
0: I mean that's kind of what I figured they were doing.
1: And like maybe I got cynical in like one episode where I'm like, oh, you know, maybe maybe this is like setting up the idol thing more or something. But now I'm like, hmm, this might be bad. And so I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure where I'm sitting with it yet. Um so I'll remind you next time to
2: to watch through the new ending so we can talk about that more. Okay, I will do that. Um, but, but yeah. And I mean, after this, they're kind of like, Ray gets the orb. So his,
1: his B plot with his younger brother can move forward, which is fine. Like that's an interesting thread and they're continuing it. So it'll be interesting to see where that's going.
0: Although I also like, are we going to get to see it? Because I, he still doesn't seem to want Haru and everyone involved.
2: I, I think we're taking a slow burn with it. Like, I, I would believe at some
1: point that's going to, like, get somewhere. And I think Gray's good probably going to get closer with the team at some point, or at least to the point where this threat is resolved, and then maybe he goes away. I'm not, who knows. Um, I mean, but they show him in the opening, so he's got to like come and do stuff, right?
2: Yeah, they. Nah.
0: I wish they would not do that.
2: Like not, just not include do what?
0: someone. Just include someone because you know they're like, uh, oh, we spent the time to make this character design, just throw him in there.
1: Well, I mean, like maybe maybe his story ends when he realizes he needs he needs to either ex I don't want to say he needs other people but he learns to accept help and that some things are better done with more than just yourself
0: definitely i think that's true but i i don't know i kind of feel like they need to give him more screen time before we really feel for him it's like yeah okay your kid brother got stolen and that blows and I'm not arguing with that but just expecting us to like care about that plot line based solely on the fact that something tragic happened is a little
2: uh, a little weak I mean kid show but it's
0: okay fair fair
1: I mean at least they're, they're attempting to do stuff
0: True, yeah, it wasn't like Michael from America who shows up in one episode Th-
1: There are threads that could at least lead somewhere, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so I think think that was Atmon this week, which, as probably most people can tell, was more interesting than the o two episode. there was kind of more things to say, even though if it was kind of bad,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, although I feel like they're also dropping plot threads like crazy in the show cuz there's, you know, um there's Ray, there's this brand new other demon Onimon, there's her mentioning whatever the heck her name is, Montana Chan, uh her body person. Um saying that like She's related to Leviathan. There's, you know, it's just, it's just too much going on. Astra and airy and just too much. And I, with her mystery bookshop, and nobody knows why, you know, they have a basement that the owner doesn't know about and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, so,
1: like, I want to, I want to assume that. They're kind of just spreading this out. Like, I think this Leviathan plot is the entire series. Like, I don't think we're going to defeat Leviathan halfway through and have a different arc. I I think we're building a complete story with that. And this is, like, a 52-episode show, so I think it's just
2: spreading it out.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
1: Whereas, like with O two, like like we know that like the Ken stuff gets resolved and then we do other stuff. But but even so, why why are you putting so much filler in then? But I guess that's besides yeah. the point.
0: I, I mean, I guess it's better to have too many threads than not enough threads. But
1: I can I can see the point, but I'm not. I'm op- I-, I think there's still plenty of time to resolve them, so I don't think it's that big of a deal yet.
0: True. I I guess I just, I don't know. I like it when the a uh, uh, series has, you know, three or four or five threads going at a time, but they really kind of go into them, and then, like, one comes to the surface, and you really explore that, and then the next one comes up when you sort of figured that out, and... Or two are going at the same time, but, like, you, you give them enough attention for it to, to, you know, to feel like you're really diving into it. Whereas this is just like, here's another thing. Oh, here's another thing. Oh, here's another thing. I don't
1: know. Right. And may- maybe they'll start doing that. Like, I still think we're, like, I know it's weird to say it when we're, like, 15 episodes in, but I still think <laughs> we're pretty early with stuff.
0: I mean, how many episodes are there total?
1: Like, 52. 52.
0: Oh yeah, so we're still early. That's that's fair. I guess I should back off.
1: So, so who knows? Let's see where we are like 40 weeks from now.
0: Hopefully anyway. we're in a better place. Yeah. Um
1: Do you have anything else about this episode? I don't have anything else about this episode.
0: I do. Actually, I have a couple things. Um Okay. I don't know what a pink cucumber is, as you said, but also aren't bombs and like unlucky for everyone? Because she's like your unlucky item or something is a bomb, and I was like, for whom is a bomb lucky?
1: Um, a, a demolition person.
0: I okay, I guess. All right, you answered that one in one. Good job. Um, Nailed it. <laughs> Also, they mention in the end exposition that Onamon and M whatever mon are both demons. And I didn't know if they meant that figuratively or literally.
1: Um, I think it might be a double entendre. I think it might be both.
0: Maybe. Which then is, then, like, who are the, if there's demons, are there angels? And who are the angels?
1: Maybe that's what the 7 code is.
0: Mm-hmm. Um and then oh, also- yeah tolerance
1: a seven code we we yes. i I guess that happened,
0: yes, I was gonna ask if you had a new theory about what makes something a seven code.
1: Oh, hit me,
0: no, I'm asking if you have a new theory oh no, oh okay uh never mind then <laughs> and okay. then my last my last question is just, does everyone in this freaking show have a verbal tick
2: <laughs> um. As into who? Like, like, what's what's Haro's verbal tech?
0: Uh, well, maybe Haru doesn't have one, but Gatchmon has one. Dokomon has one. I guess the Digimon—they all like Tellermon says Teller at the end of literally everything. I don't
1: know. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just a way to like to to get across. Dialects, almost?
0: Hmm, maybe. Almost
2: like a shortcut for dialect?
0: Maybe. That's a good question. I mean, a good uh, solution to my question. I try. Yes. Okay, well, that was all I had.
1: Okay. Oh, win a win. Uh, so this week, um, Ray does the the Digimon thing at the end, and instead of the ad, the phone, it's the jelly pouch he always has, and that was cute. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was cute.
1: Um, I like attention to detail, so good job. But yeah, I I think that's it.
2: I think I think we've wrapped this episode up. Cool. Oh yeah, I, I start admin
1: stuff, so I guess I <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, well, you can find us on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com. dot where from there, there are links to everything else, such as email and like iTunes, where you can rate and review
2: us, and all of those wonderful things. Yes. Neat. Wait, wait, <laughs> do, you, do you have a haiku for us?
0: I do, I do. Uh, this one is, Teller Tellerman, you can't know your own future. Secret 7 code.
2: That was a good one. Thank you. Um, the Digivolution's future is uncertain.
0: Ooh, dangerous.
2: I like it. Thanks. Well, yeah, uh, good time. And good space. <laughs> sure. And stop.